This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. Welcome to Pick a Tail. I am with Access Radio Taranaki, 104.4 FM. My name is Leslie Dowding, and I'm a storyteller. I enjoy telling stories in schools, libraries, parks, outside, inside. I have many stories to share. Some are my own tales and some are from around the world. I hope to bring your world into the world of story. Wherever you are, may you enjoy every Wednesday, 8am. Welcome to Pick a Tale. Well, this is a really fun story. It's almost counting with your fingers or your toes, but or you can just sit and enjoy it. And it's called Over in the Meadow. Now, a meadow is the same as a paddock, so we could call it Over in the Paddock, but we're going to call it Over in the Meadow. Over in the meadow, in the sand, in the sun, lived an old mother turtle and her little turtle one. Dig, said the mother. We dig, said the one. So they dug all day in the sand and the sun. Over in the meadow, where a stream runs blue, lived an old mother fish and her little fishes too. Swim, said the mother. We swim, said the two. So they swam all day where the stream runs blue. Over in the meadow, in a hole in a tree, lived an old mother owl and her little owls three. Too, too, said the mother. Too, too, said the three. So they too wooed all day in the hole in the tree. Now, over in the meadow, by a big barn door, lived an old mother rat and her little ratties four. Gnaw, said the mother. We gnaw, said the four. And they had some corn and they gnawed all day by the old barn door. Over in the meadow, in a snug beehive, lived an old mother bee and her little bees five. Buzz, said the mother. We buzz, said the five. So they buzzed all day in a snug beehive. Now, how about we stop here and you could do some buzz, 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 and you could do some snug, snug, snuggling into your own beehive if you curl up into a ball and then you can pop out and go buzz 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 that's right and what's the next of course it is over in the meadow over in the meadow in a nest built of sticks lived an old mother crow and her little crows six said the mother we said the six so they cawed all day in a nest built of sticks. 
Over in the meadow where the grass grows even lived an old mother frog and her little froggies seven. Jump, said the mother. We jump, said the seven. So they all jumped all day where the grass grows even. How about you jump one, two, three, jump four, five, six, and jump in the air for seven, just like the frogs. Over in the meadow, by the old mossy gate, lived an old mother lizard, and her little lizards ate. Bask, said the mother. We bask, said the eight. So they basked all day by the old mossy gate. Bask means they, they sunbathed because lizards just love the sun, especially when they're on a rock. What comes next? You've got it. Over in the meadow by an old tree pine lived an old mother duck and her little ducks. What number are we up to? That's right, nine. Quack, said the mother. We quack, said the nine. So they quacked all day by the old scotch pine. Now, we don't have this little animal in our country, but they do in other parts like America and Canada. And I think it's chosen because these animals are all fluffy and curly and warm and snuggly. Over in the meadow, in a cosy wee den, lived an old mother beaver and her little beaver's ten. Beave, said the mother. We beave, said the ten. So they beaved all day in a cosy wee den because they make dams with sticks and wood and stop the water running and then they curl up and they have such fun. And that's what, when we sometimes say beaver, they mean look and search. So we've counted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Now, we could go un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, sept, huit, neuf, dix. Wonder what language that is. Or you could say tahi, rua, toru, fa, rima, ono, fitu, waru, iwa, tikau. Have a lovely day. And the next story is coming your way.
When the sun bid. In Japan, there was a sun goddess called Amaterasu, who was so beautiful and so bright that her parents, who made the world, gave her the sky to be her home. But she had a very mischievous younger brother called Sunawu, who delighted in plaguing and tormenting her and all the other gods in the sky. He was supposed to be in charge of the weather, but he was lazy and he was very jealous of his sister. So when Sunawa told Amatusu that he was coming on a visit, the sun goddess was a little bit suspicious. She decided to dress herself as a warrior with her hair plaited and adorned with jewels. She carried a huge bow and a quiver that held a thousand arrows. What's this? said her brother. Aren't you pleased to see me? And as soon as he spoke, he stormed into the rice fields and a storm destroyed the crops. And worse was to come. While the women were weaving, he took a horse and charged into the weaving room. What is going on? said the goddess of the sun, his sister. She decided to gather her shining robes all around her. She decided to lower herself from the sky and she crept into a cave whose door she firmly fastened. Well, what do you think? Of course she was the sun. She locked herself away. All life on earth came to a standstill. And even the gods were wondering, what has happened to the sun? Now there was a very special god of thinking. He was called the thought god. We need a plan. The gods took lots of stars and welded them together to make a mirror. They bought a tree and decorated it with jewels and ribbons and placed it outside the cave. And they hung shining mirrors on its branches. Then came Amu Nuzuma, goddess of joy, and began to dance and beat a drum. Wild and wild her dances were, and more and more she made people laugh and feel joyful. Now the sun goddess could not resist. She opened the cave door very slowly and only a little crack so she could see what was happening. But immediately the gods put the mirror outside the door and the sun goddess saw her own dazzling reflection. Who is this? Is someone pretending to be me? Is someone pretending to be the goddess of the sun? She had never seen a mirror before. Oh, this is outrageous. And she flung the door open wide and everybody clapped and cheered and they said come you must come back into heaven and you must never go again for the whole world needs the sunshine and so she followed them up into the sky and so she wouldn't be tempted again they sealed off the cave so that the sky was always going to have the sun the moon and the stars and no one was ever going to hide 
in that cave again. And so, with everyone coming together with a plan, the earth was saved. Thank you for listening to Pick a Tale today. sure we've all seen a spider and you know in some parts of the world the spider is very important in storytelling and Nancy is a very tricky little spider who can turn himself into all sorts of shapes and Nancy and the spider stories are very popular especially across Africa. This one is called a Nancy and the flip flap bird and I'm going to tell you that it comes from Afro-Caribbean. So you could look up on a map where the Caribbean islands are. And Nancy the Spider-Man had six children. Their names were Sea, Orr, Road Builder, River Drinker, Fish Cutter, Stone Thrower and Cushion. And if you can't guess why, well, this story is going to tell you. One day, Anansi had to go to town on business, so he kissed his children goodbye and set off. Soon afterwards, Seal called to the others and said, Quick, father is in danger. He's fallen in the river and been swallowed by a fish. Now, Road Builder immediately made a path with his spider silk and they all travelled on it to the river. River Drinker swallowed up all the water in one big gulp. Fish Cutter, as you can imagine, found the fish and opened it up. But you know, Anansi's adventures were not over yet. For, without knowing, the great flip-flap bird swooped down and caught Anansi in her beak. Well, who could help him now? Have you guessed? Stone Thrower quickly scooped up a pebble and hit the bird on the wing so that she opened her beak to squawk. And Anansi started to fall out of the sky, down and down and down. But guess what? Yes, the sixth son 
cushion darted backwards and forwards, backwards and forward, until finally, catching Anansi, he fell straight in the middle of a perfect soft landing onto cushion. Oh, after so much excitement, everyone went home. But you know, the children argued, like all children do sometimes on the way, as to which one of them had been the most useful. Now, when they arrived home, Anansi took a turn in the garden. Well, he wanted to reward all the children because he thought they had all done their very best to save his life. But really, it was wonderful that Cushion had caught him from the flip-flap bird. He wanted to think hard and suddenly he spotted a large glowing ball behind an avocado tree. Oh, that's the right thing, he said. What a pity there's only one. He went indoors and asked the children who they thought should have a prize. And each one said, me, of course, or me, no nonsense, it's me, it's me, it's me. And they went on and on and on. And each child said they needed the prize. But guess what? That flip-flap bird turned up in the garden while they were arguing. And they didn't see her wing was still sore from being hit by the pebble. She had lost her lunch, which of course was Anansi the spider. Hmm. She saw the glowing ball and she thought she would play a trick on the spider family. Groaning at the weight, she picked up the ball in her beak and carried it as high in the sky as she could. And she hung it on the tip of a star. Anansi went back into the garden to find the ball, but it had disappeared. He searched everywhere before he realised that Flip-Flap Bird had carried it up into the sky. He went in and brought all the children out. Let this be an end to your argument. I have hung the ball in the sky so that you can all share it. And it will give you light to the world every night. And I'm going to call it the moon. And the children thought Anansi had been very clever. But Seaorn, knowing his name, knew what had really happened. Seaorn said nothing. And you know... The moon's still there, isn't it? And you know why? Because Flip Flap Bird put it there. Not a Nancy. Thanks for listening to Pick a Tail today. Thank you for listening to Pick a Tail. Look forward to you tuning in next week and listen to the next exciting stories from Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Check out the website and the podcast in case you were too busy to sit down and listen this time. You can choose your own time. Thank you from Leslie Dowding. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com.